According to KPMG's report on the future of HR, 4 in 10 HR leaders state that workplace culture remains a top barrier to digital transformation, and 70% of HR executives recognizes the need for workforce transformation. If you look into the financial scene, this need of cultural change could be considered inevitable in order to compete with fintechs and big techs. The task-oriented work culture should be turned into a more innovative and experimental workforce. This is the 24th episode of Fintech Flow, and today we will discuss the HR angle of collaborating with startups. We will try and discover how HR could help to make these collaborations successful, and what are the additional benefits this could bring to a big financial institution and to a startup. Welcome to Fintech Flow, where we deep dive into the depth and complexity of successful startups, sit down with bright fintech minds, and bridge together the gap in mindset between the legacy players and today's innovators. With 10 years experience as a manager in the financial sector, MIT certified fintech expert Linda Sharlai is prepared to put it all in play and to follow the flow. For this episode, I partnered up with Nastoma, an international organization that helps startups and large corporations to work and build businesses together. They have organized more than 25 collaboration programs so far in 10 countries. I have two amazing guests for today's topic. Virpi Jalanen is here with us, who is renewal strategist of Nastoma, coach and entrepreneur with background in various HR and development roles, both in big corporations and startups. Virpi, welcome to the show. Thank you, Linda. We also have Rudolf Vogel with us, who is former head of corporate HR at Raiffeisen International, now independent HR advisor for connecting businesses and people. Rudolf, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much too, Linda. Let's start with the most basic question. We all know that today on the financial market, big institutions and fintechs are seeking for cooperation. Still, it seems like a quite difficult project in reality. What do you think the main challenges are with these kind of collaborations? Yeah, I think it's uh, uh, interesting that the startup collaboration typically um, starts from innovation and strategy departments. But uh, at the same time, HR is also um, driving the cultural transformation and and going into the same direction. So one one of the challenges that I see that uh, there could be more synergies and, and collaboration within the departments. Uh, HR working together with the, with the innovation and, and strategy departments, even more synchronized. Well, I would agree to, uh, to this because very often, uh, having worked in that arena for more than 30 years, the HR department doesn't have maybe the best uh, reputational link or um, yeah, being being that uh, seen as, as the innovator in the organization. So that's why very often banks particularly started having their innovation departments mm-hmm. on the operational side. However, uh, I also have experienced that without the HR function tying in, and getting uh, tied in, actually, it will be difficult uh, to really install and to, to get the cooperation working because what's the benefit or what's the advantage of the HR department uh, is that it has its link uh, all across an organization, so knowing what is going on in all parts. And that gives um, a sound basis of understanding. And here, I think it's really 
the crucial thing of the fintechs if they want to, to link, to connect uh, also into HR, to find first a common language. Because mm-hmm. what I also notice, it's sometimes very difficult, um, often structured organization that is responsible for for policies and procedures like uh, this is agile in one of the aspects. Uh, on the other hand, there you have the uh, very uh, creative, wild thinking, less structured syntaxes that operate uh, differently, that work differently, that think differently. Uh, and now it's difficult to find this common um, understanding. And I think here it's uh, very important that uh, from the startup side first, uh, there is also a clear communication what's the benefit, what's the benefit for the organization and the benefit may be also for the HR function. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it's also important that the HR leadership really um, gets the understanding and uh, sees, well, uh, we have to, uh, from, a, from a corporate perspective, from the perspective from the future of an organization, uh, to be more flexible, to bring new ideas in because otherwise bank might get uh, might run out of business, um, at least in certain aspects, uh, over time. So that's, I think, is the critical moment. Bringing open innovation and, and fresh ideas from outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, the challenge uh, is the, the, the way of um, uh, operating because uh, startups, they have a completely different way. And banks uh, are very regulated to a certain extent from the regulatory side. And HR has also this side of um, being in charge of processes and procedures, which at first hand would not match with the approaches um, fintechs or startups would would have. And therefore, getting this common ground, getting this common understanding, getting an understanding worse wiser uh, is really critical. In a way, it's very interesting because if you involve HR, early enough in the process, it could be maybe beneficial for both parties. It could be beneficial for the innovation teams because Mm -hmm. maybe HR could help the whole project to become Mm -hmm. more successful. Absolutely. The other side of the coin is that uh, actually the project and involving and collaborating with startups could help HR to have the transformation of this workforce and so on. So it could really be beneficial mm-hmm. uh, for the whole company. Let's start with the first part of it. Can you help us better understand how could HR help on making fintech financial institution cooperation more successful? At least by uh, helping to involve the people, getting the from the top uh, and all the way uh, in the organization, finding the people uh, who might be the first uh, uh, ones to be involved, helping to get the commitment from from the organization. Well, if if uh, I start from now an assumption, say okay, at least now the HR function, whoever it is there, uh, is it people from from the development part or the the HR generalists have found this common ground, this common understanding, then. I think uh, what it can do is to, on the one hand, yes, open certain doors to certain departments and also to the management, uh, depending on the stage and then the status of the HR leadership there. And I think this is even more important, promoting, promoting mm-hmm. cooperation 
uh, is what I call a new way of learning. We often talk about the new way of working, but I think before uh, the new way of working uh, is functioning, then maybe we should have a new way of learning. And uh, also from, from my own experience, the best thing that can happen is yeah, the own experience that you have. And if people from a bank uh, in a learning setting, uh, cooperating, working with, working maybe even within startups. This is such an, a rich uh, experience. This is such a broad mm -hmm. thing that, that generates also maybe a certain pull effect then because this working in banks is obviously different than working in a, in a, in a startup. So if there are a few people that now maybe work and learn how to work in a startup setting, this creates an understanding uh, that then can be referred to in, uh, into the bank. And what I also think is really important um, is that we have um, the, right, the right people for that because not everybody, uh, like in any other job, working in a bank uh, would be suited and successful and, and adopting quickly and adapting quickly uh, to the um, work and how to, to operate in a, in a fintech setting. So here, HR could play and should play an incremental role in identifying those people in the organization that uh, have the basic skills and maybe even more importantly, uh, the right mindset to mm -hmm. Uh, go into uh, a, a startup and learn there how to operate and then being hopefully smart enough to take some of that back into the organization. Yeah, the learning aspect is something that I uh, I feel also. Uh, it's not uh, anymore about the courses that you just organize and then cover uh, certain topics, but actually uh, it's going, the learning and, and development, I see that it's going more into the direction of action learning. So this is yeah. actually an awesome way to uh, uh, provoke uh, learning by doing and uh, by participating with the people and uh, really getting hands-on. And uh, yeah, it's like a learning tool, actually, uh, the collaboration as itself. Both of you mentioned that, of course, the startup culture and startup mindset and the way of work is quite different from what you're used to at a big bank or a big insurance company. If someone from a big financial institutions needs to work with a startup, is it something that they like to do or is it something that maybe they dislike? And maybe there is the key, as Rudolf also mentioned, that HR can help find the people who could be really enthusiastic about working with startups and then they could early on adopt the startup culture and then maybe spread it in the institution itself. Absolutely. I think uh, this to me is always uh, the most critical, having the right people at the right place or at the right time there. And normally in good uh, corporate uh, organizations, there are things like um, uh, succession plans in place. There are maybe identified young talents or talents, uh, generally speaking, and normally, depending on, on the profile uh, that was set up for those, amongst this, there are people, younger people, middle-aged, or whoever, that have this, I would call, natural curiosity 
that is also necessary to be uh, successful in a, in a startup because there you you need to have that spirit that that, that mindset as I was mentioning here, and all that data uh, is normally stored and and administered by the HR function. So there is the 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 knowledge about where and who could be those people that are benefiting most and those even from another uh, looking at them from another angle on this could be those most being most influential also when coming back again not everybody has this kind of a uh, is a person that that will trigger a snowball effect uh, so mm -hmm. selecting uh, the people uh, very well in advance who is being this they can they can then uh, is critical and, and they coming back with the experience they get from uh, a fintech or, or, in, or a startup they can be a multiplier uh, of the learnings in mm -hmm. the organization that's interesting and that leads us to the other side of the coin so what is it that such a project could give from an ager point of view to an organization so what kind of benefits can a startup bring to a big financial institution that could be then utilized on the ager field well i think that's a great uh, way to influence it in the the change management uh, so in the in, in the cultural transformation itself it can help uh, both identifying the strategic technologies, which will then help guiding the leadership throughout the organization. Then um, you can also get the, the new ideas from outside and uh, shake things a bit and, and uh, give another aspect to that. What else? Then also, it can also help getting the vision uh, through. So by having it a bit more tangible, uh, because the um, this kind of cultural transformations might be quite uh, abstract things and big projects to to go through especially in big organizations <clears throat> then it helps to have something more concrete and uh, by collaborating with startups you actually have continuance so you have a certain collaboration uh, task forces working together so it becomes a bit more tangible project and, and you can get people better excited so it's a uh, uh, it helps in many ways, actually. Engages people uh, better. And uh, yeah, those are based on my experiences. What, what do you think, Rudolf? I would, I would really fully agree because many of, of uh, the financial institutions nowadays, they know they have to transform. Uh, there are projects around mission vision, uh, going around readapting uh, approaches. And very mm -hmm. often, as you rightfully described, Ivory, is that this is a high-level uh, thinking exercise uh, where many people in the organization really don't feel emotionally touched um, mm -hmm. because they are far away from, from experiencing things. And here, uh, of course, this cooperation with the fintechs can, can really give an, an opportunity to experience what it means uh, maybe behind the words, we have to be faster, we have to act smarter or becoming better. Most likely it's, it's in many financial institutions, it's about being faster and getting the products faster to, uh, to, to the customers. And then experiences like, uh, yeah, in a, in, a, in a startup, we are trying something. And if it fails, it's not... Uh, uh, a big thing, it's a learning. 
because uh, big organizations and banks in particular, uh, and, and also financial, other financial institutions who are regulated, um, it's, it's rather the, the, the Apollo 13 motto, failure is not an option, while uh, at startups, failure is part uh, of, of the daily business, if I may say so. It's more about learning. And one of the critical things, if you want to be fast, you have to, to fail fast. And this is not in the concept of, of banks, also given the regulations. But getting that feeling, getting uh, how it, it is when, yeah, okay, something doesn't work out the next day you're starting uh, a new idea, uh, this is really the, the benefit uh, because then people are also, people you mentioned are inspired. Mm-hmm. In big organization, very often you're running uh, the risk that, okay, hmm, what your top management is telling might not be uh, that inspiring. Hopefully you have a good leader than it is. Uh, so getting these inspirations, getting uh, the approach, the approaches, um, the new ways of thinking is something that and here comes again in HR. Um, should be part of a bigger transformation agenda. And um, let's not fool ourselves. Big organization changing and transforming takes time. But the more the more um, interactions you have, the more um, options of experience, a new way of working and learning, uh, the better it is for an organization. But it also needs some time. I think this also I wanted to mention. Um, we shouldn't expect that now, okay, there's one corporation with one startup in the next day, I'm exaggerating, of course, um, the whole uh, culture in the organization will be different. So <laughs> that's really not the case. So working with a um, big organization also means that you have to, to be consistent and that you have to be persistent uh, because it takes time. It doesn't mm-hmm. happen overnight. Yeah. Then, then also one angle that I'm I'm seeing that could benefit um, HR and what HR is trying to achieve is uh, how to prepare the people to the skill set that is going to be needed in the future. So, um, for example, uh, what are the skills that are are needed in the future in the banks and in the insurance companies, or what are the most searched for um, hard skills and soft skills um, that are going to be needed, and how to prepare the people. Uh, to get those. So, for example, creativity, um, adaptability for change, uh, analytical thinking, problem solving, these are are the things and skills that are going to be needed in the future. And and it's, uh, those are quite abstract things to to learn itself, but by actually um, exposing to collaboration with startups, it's a brilliant uh, way to, to learn these things also. So, not only the technology side, so from the hard skills side, um, um, the technologies, the latest, uh, um, or the most searched for, like um, user experience design, uh, machine learning, and, and these kind of technologies um, are also in demand, which also can be learned very well from the within the startup collaboration. So depending on which technologies and 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 uh, strategies you're having. Uh, you might able you might be able to tackle even both hard skills and soft skills uh, from HRD point of view um, at the same time. Absolutely, and I have to underscore and want to underscore that it's about both. It's about uh, the so-called hard skills because yes, uh, the technological t- technological changes that we're 
have been seeing that we will see in the future uh, will be enormous and will be, uh, there will be accelerating uh, changes that um, companies and banks have to adapt to. But there are also more general things like uh, different um, generations, different generations in the workforce will come in, which requires a different way of leadership. So uh, a leadership that that um, in small setups works differently than in the big uh, organization can be experienced also in, in the startup. So um, I'm a big, um, I'm very much convinced, and this is part of my, my mm -hmm. role now, uh, to get to get in the, the mindset that it's not only about the technical side, but it's also about the leadership having um, leaders in that are able to manage this different setting. And where these leaders naturally are now are in startup settings. So again, here uh, there could be a, a very good crossover fertilization, of course, of how a leader in a startup setting is operating and how it is in the, I'm exaggerating again, but very often traditionally very hierarchical um, banks and organizations, there is a disconnect because um, people in the future, and uh, if you be talking about innovation, this is not coming in a hierarchical setting, this is coming mm -hmm. in, a, in a much more flexible setting uh, that is uh, now uh, in, in most of, uh, of, of startups. Yeah. Now it's clear what kind of benefits a startup can bring to a big organization, but um, is there things that startups could also learn from an HR's perspective from working with a big financial institution? I think there is. You know, um, startups normally are, are small, yeah, and therefore uh, you don't have, and I would even say you don't need uh, an HR department that is uh, also then in charge of certain processes that relate to people. And my understanding in HR always was it's not a process about process uh, or for the process sake, but uh, processes also can bring in a certain level of fairness mm -hmm. into an organization. And uh, the bigger uh, organizations are, the more they then need certain structures, uh, call it policies, procedures, guidelines, whatever, uh, that you will not find naturally uh, in, a, in, a, in a startup where everybody does uh, things um, how he or she believes, and, and this is working to a certain extent, but the more uh, the more people there are, then the more you might need uh, maybe to have a more alignment and, and a better structure and communication on interaction than uh, certain processes need to come in. And there might be something in there, I'm not just might be there, I'm sure there is in most of the HR department, there are certain aspects, certain processes uh, around communication, around learning, maybe uh, also around compensation that also can be useful uh, for, for a startup then later on. As I said, not necessarily in the very uh, early days, but if there is a certain size, a certain amount of people involved, then uh, certain structures also uh, that uh, HR can provide might be needed. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was thinking all those same things and and um, and taking into account the, the human uh, aspect of the 
of the collaboration. So, so going technology first, but uh, taking into account also the, that there might be uh, change resistance or or um, cultural differences and such, where HR can actually help both sides also to to work uh, better together and and collaborate more effectively. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's a very interesting field actually because it is it is not easy to bridge the gap in the mindset between a fintech and the big bank, and uh, still maybe in order to be the bank of the future, you have to do that uh, if you don't want mm -hmm. the big techs to offer all kinds of banking solutions to the future client. Well, ultimately, it's about about the customers, of course, and uh, the banks need to de decide what products uh, in the future they will offer, and uh, yeah, naturally, what are, are the demands that customers have, and uh, they are changing and will change, and therefore you have to be ready, having the right workforce um, in yeah, being able to to satisfy the demands and the needs of the customers in in the future. That's mm -hmm. I think uh, a common thing, not just for banks, for, but for, for uh, each and every enterprise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think uh, definitely after our, our discussion, we can say that uh, working with startups can help on that, not just looking only at the project that we, mm -hmm. they are working together, but also on a longer term on the HR functions of a big corporation. So to wrap it up, we could maybe say that CEOs and managers and HR executives should consider this additional benefit of a corporate startup collaboration. And um, it is important to involve HR at a very early stage in order to make the project more successful mm -hmm. and in order to utilize the HR possibilities working yeah. on a project like this. Startups can bring enthusiasm, agility, entrepreneurship into a big corporation and they can be part of the personal development plans helping people to learn Absolutely. both yeah. skills and uh, soft skills and startups can also learn from big corporations in terms of communication learning and processes mm -hmm. and maybe they can utilize it at a later stage when yeah. they are a little bit bigger is there anything important that you would like to add this topic well one one um idea that um, i like to like to always say to myself also that it's not only about learning but it's actually also about unlearning which often is more difficult it's more difficult <laughs> so, right so um so keeping those two two things in hand um i think it's the right way letting go of of uh things that uh, don't work anymore and uh, renewing uh, the ways of thinking also to the new new ways of learning. Yeah. That's yeah. a very valuable uh, comment that we have to admit because uh, I think one of the downsides also in, in big organizations is that um, people have not learned to let things go, Yeah, um, which is something natural in a, in a startup setting where you learn quickly and where you dispose of anything that is not valuable anymore. But uh, in big organizations, this is also um, something uh, that people struggle with. Uh, they always want to do more, but never uh, hardly give up on anything. Mm -hmm. So that's also yeah. an important aspect of something to learn. 
uh, with with startups. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you very much for being on FinTech Flow today. I really enjoyed this talk and I think it was interesting to take a look at the FinTech world from the HR perspective. Where can people find out more about you? From LinkedIn or from Nestalba. <laughs> okay. What about you? Also LinkedIn and soon I will launch uh, my new web page, which is under construction right now. But let's say in a, in a couple of weeks, then there also should be uh, a nice web page uh, for me and anybody can find me there. Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, thank you very much. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this topic, follow FinTech Flow on Facebook and LinkedIn so that you don't miss another episode. Until next time, stay tuned and follow the flow.